You uh, you here to pick your carp, yeah? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, I'm. I'm definitely here to pick up my carp. It was the uh, the uh, Miata. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. I brought my notebook along to take notes because uh, yeah, I, I know yeah. there's a lot of stuff wrong with it. I just want to know, so maybe I could do it in the future. Because, uh, you know, I, I voted no on uh, one, but... Well, I don't know what you're talking about, sir, but it's kind of a funny story with this car here. So I know you okay. just brought it in for just a standard oil change, and I uh -huh. did that, and it went totally fine. But, you know, I had this feeling, almost like a sixth sense, that said, you know what? You need to check this man's transmission. Transmission, okay. And, and, I, and I did just that. Sir, let me just say, you have one of the cleanest, most well-oiled transmissions I've ever seen in my entire life as a mechanic, sir. You should be very proud. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. So, my my yeah, father always yeah. told me, if, if, if you don't have a clean transmission, um, you might as well just kill yourself because, uh, you know, so, so I never wanted to do that, so I just... Try to keep it as clean as possible. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm, I'm reaching around to the uh, the reverse gearbox in the back, and okay. I notice. Uh, so this right here is your rotator cuff in rotator that rotator cuff. Okay. In that transmission, and now I don't know if you could see it. It takes kind of a trained eye, but uh, there's a little groove in there. Yeah. Okay. And, yep. I've seen this come standard on some more higher-end automobiles, but I don't right. think you have to worry about that, sir. Mm -hmm. So that means that this could be a little bit tight. Okay. Now we have two roads here. First road is this is totally fine. No big deal. You drive okay. it home, never gives you any issue. The other one is it could explode in a thousand discharges tomorrow, and that beautiful transmission is going to get all gunked up. Oh, then I just have to kill myself. So, I have a dilemma saying, you know, do I let it go? Do I change it? And I thought, you know, you seem like a very fair man. Good, solid set of values. Thank you. Got a real firm handshake and got a health strong jawline, sir. So, I, 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 did, you a, I did you a favor and I, uh, I replaced it. And so, normally that would cost around $753. I did it for you for $559. Okay. And when you factor in the parts and labor, that's about 788. So if you can just sign here and maybe just include your phone number on there, we could get this going. Okay, real quick. All right. And there we go. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. No problem. And also, thank you for the compliment on my handshake. You know, I've been told that my handshake uh, is so good that when people like after they have that really nice firm handshake with me, that they just want to go see like a Steely Dan concert. Yeah, so Ooh, I love me some Steely Dan. Well, uh, I hope yeah. you uh, hope you come around these parts again soon, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking care of my 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 daughter. Are you saying they don't they haven't the guts to put questions to, to me? Great it, um, supine protoplasmic invertebrate jellies. <laughs> and All right. welcome back to socially distant. Where hey, Weber, uh... <laughs> that's you. That's you right there. Thanks for. Uh... Thanks for joining us. I don't know who that guy was before, but he was like going around your kitchen and grabbing stuff and yeah, telling me about stuff. That's uh that's Mike. He's uh That's Mike. He's kind of weird. All and right. So welcome to episode live episode uh, 4. Dude, <laughs> I don't so know. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I don't know you anymore. I feel like I don't know you personally. I feel like I I'm ready for this to be uh done. <laughs> Bye everyone. I just pulled like an, another intro. 
Real quick, Original. it's mad. Says, "Hey, motherfuckers! <laughs> hey, motherfuckers!" So, Richie, really yeah. quick before we get into it, all right? How's your day going? How you feeling? My day's going good. I, uh, yeah, I worked, uh, and now I'm here. Nice. That's that's pretty. That's pretty much it. I've been in this room all day. That sounds about right. So have I, essentially. Yeah. One thing which is exciting that we should mention. Mm -hmm. is if you didn't see the social media post on Facebook, I don't know why I said social media post, the post on Facebook. The post on Facebook. The post The post on Facebook. You will see that we release 10 previously unreleased episodes of the yes. show uh, under the, uh, the name Tales from the Editing Room. Mm -hmm. It's just I, I let things pile up. That's the short of it, but we're having fun with it. So there's Which 10 is just new... your bed, right? That's your yes. editing room, yeah. That's my editing room, yes. It's uh, it's ten new episodes. J Dog in the house. Hell yeah! It's ten new episodes. Some of them are super funny. There's one where Richie and I talk about the lore of Chuck E. Cheese. Worth I a remember listen. that one. That's like one of those episodes that I just always remember. It's just, and I always bring up to people like, "Hey, would you like to be on our podcast? We talk about everything: COVID, music, yep, yep. Uh, the lore behind Chuck E. Cheese." <laughs> and I had a little bit of fun with the editing on those. I let some of the, the pre-show banter. I left that yeah. in so we had some fun so go give those a listen our spotify is totally updated every episode is now up there yep as is youtube is totally cool too so mm -hmm. richie with yes. that said mm -hmm. we had a pretty exciting episode with paul leblanc on monday we did tuesday i'm i'm super happy about that episode because like i feel like i've achieved valhalla yes and as smash mouth once said and they don't stop coming because we have another super cool <laughs> guest with us today. <laughs> Richie, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes, our guest tonight is uh, our first international guest from another country, Erica Nissen. Nissen? Yes, you pronounced N it right. Nissen, like ramen, like Nissen ramen. Sure. Uh, Erica uh, hails from the mythical land of Toronto, uh, Ontario, Canada. Um, I, I don't get provinces, so I'm not sure how to, like, say it in order. That's right. That's right. All right. The province so... is like the state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Podcast but... and a geography lesson. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You learn something new every day. But, yeah, uh, Erica is a graphic designer who is following her passion of graphic design uh, right now through uh, school and um, has found recent success over on the platform Redbubble, where she has been selling her designs, which Ooh. I have some right here props. that I haven't yeah, put anywhere are. because I got to find a place <laughs> to put them. But um, yes, uh, and the designs are themed after different bands and uh, different topics. So yeah, that's uh, Erica. Erica is also the head graphic designer for Legends of Tomorrow. Um, and we got to interview Mad's voice over on the show before and she gave a little greeting uh calling us hey motherfuckers but yeah so very apt very apt very apt which is <laughs> i don't like saying that but just like fitting right <laughs> but so, well i mean yeah. look at your shirt richie i mean come on Dude, i like playing guitar but i love giving foot massages to old ukrainian women in the introduction when you were like yeah you seem like you seem like a great guy i was like yeah just look at his shirt like, <laughs> just look at his shirt <laughs> Here's the funny thing. The the handshake part, 
I came up with that like six hours ago. So when you were <laughs> when we were talking about the handshake before, just in my head, I was like, yes, Richie, say more, <laughs> say more. <laughs> no, but yeah. So Erica, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, I'm on. I was really busy, but I'm on reading week now for school. So. Um, kind of taking a little bit of a break before I reteach myself all of my Zoom classes because <laughs> it's not the easiest to learn through there. But yeah, Did you say reading week. Yes. What is that? I'm not familiar. With like the term. study week. Like there's a week uh, where you don't have classes to get ready for midterms. Somehow uh, okay. it's already the middle of the semester. I like don't know how that happened. <laughs> right? I sort of school started like two weeks ago, but here we are. Time is but an illusion. <laughs> yeah, time really is an illusion. <laughs> You got that right. So what got you started in your passion for graphic design? How did you find that passion? This is a very interesting story. Um, so I have been a fan of Taylor Swift since I was like nine years old. You're probably wondering how that's related. Um, back in like 2012, <laughs> Mads, yeah, baby. Um, back in like 2012, there was part of Taylor Swift's website that was like an online forum, basically like MySpace, but like for Taylor Swift fans. And because you could like add images to like your profile or like your signature on your messages, people started making these things called graphic shops, which were just like mm. free work, like, cause we were all like 12. Um, <laughs> and so I decided to make a graphic shop and it was basically just like, people would just like request, they'd be like, I want like this text and like this picture of like Taylor <laughs> or like another celebrity. And then you would make it and you would give it back to them. And so I started off using GIMP, which is a free program, like Photoshop mm -hmm. kind of. And then I ended up switching to bootlegged Photoshop. Adobe, <laughs> don't sue me, I pay now. <laughs> but like, that's how I started. And I like, I was 12 at the time, like I was in grade six. So like I was all self-taught at the time, like just like looking at the YouTube videos and stuff. And that's just kind of like how it started. And then when I was choosing like a program to go into university, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that that like love for graphic design was still there. And I knew that I also kind of just like had an eye for like what looked good in terms of graphics. Um, and I was always taking like art classes too, but I'm just like not very good with like physical mediums. Um, no, <laughs> I feel like I'm just like too impatient for that too. Um, so I found digital is a lot better, but yeah. So I am also a really big hockey fan. Um, and so I ended up finding sport media at Ryerson, which had always been like my dream school. And I was like, this seems perfect. Cause I wanted to be like a content creator for like a hockey team. Ooh. And then fast forward to this year, because this year Erica went from only listening to pop music <laughs> to broadening her horizons and finding like pop punk and stuff. And so That's I know, big win. Um, <laughs> big win. And so at the end of June is kind of when like this chapter began, mm. which is crazy because it's only October and I feel like I've been like in this place for so long. <laughs> but at the end of June, I made like mock merch designs for the first time for yeah, yeah. one called Young Culture. Shout out Young Culture. Um, love Young those Culture books. Literally they do. Oh. Um, Actually, really quick, I wanted to say I'm so glad that that came up. I was looking at your Redbubble before, and the Young Culture Fox sticker that looks like it's the paint, yeah, like the crayon. Absolutely love it. I saw that. I was like, yo, that is awesome. I'm pretty sure that was the one that Alex pointed out when I like first sent them to him. So fan favorite. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so I made mock merch designs. I was like, I remember I was like in on like a three hour car ride to my cottage, and I was like, this is something that, like I've never tried before. Like I should try it. 
And so I did that for the first time, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> and after that, I just like literally dove headfirst into like music related graphic design mm -hmm. and like haven't really looked back and then kind of like started school again and was like, oh yeah, sports. Like that's <laughs> what I'm supposed to be doing. But the thing that's cool about it is my program is so like open-ended that like I'm still getting the skill set yeah. if I don't end up in a sports related career. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of how I ended up here and ended up with Legends and everything, just because I found new music. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, heck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Power, power of music, am I right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But that is, a very, that is a very cool, I guess, origin story for graphic design. Yeah. Like the, just the, oh yeah, we're on this Taylor Swift forum, but we're also like slinging our own design shops around here. It's so funny because I'm still in touch with like some of the girls that I became friends with on yeah. Taylor Connect. And they've like messaged me and been like, this is your job now. Like Yo. J Dog with the uh Jordan? J Dog with the hookup. Hook I'm, I'm down. But yeah. Kind of crazy. Eight years yeah. later, here we are. That I remember insane. when I first heard um uh, we are never, never, ever getting back together. That just changed my life completely and totally. You know that I, I got myself clean. I, uh, I started. Uh, I, I watched like the Pursuit of Happiness six times, and I just was like, I'm just. You were like Taylor. You're right. I was like Taylor. You are so right. You bought a Miata. I also, fun fact, I had a Taylor Swift poster up uh, my sophomore year of college when I was living with Weber. And there's and a video. There's a video of me with very softly like in the background is hearing shake it off and i'm just like bowing down and like praising and yeah. like putting up and this was this was thick circle glasses richie too <laughs> yeah so that was, was like really that nice... when i had those really big glasses good, that was back part. when i was a dick olive <laughs> remember that remember that whole thing oh, yeah. remember when people started saying that i hated the police yeah <laughs> started putting it up in our hall <laughs> So to get to get to reel us back into this yeah, whole, reel us back in. um, I found it interesting that you mentioned like when you decided to go do design with college, you were kind of like, I guess I'll do this. Yeah, I had like a, the very same thing. I got into graphic design in high school, had the realization of like, oh my god, I can make digital art. I don't have to do it by hand because I suck at this. Like, yeah, win. So I liked it in high school, and when it came time to like pick a major for college, I was like. I guess I'll do graphic design. Like that's kind of cool. I, I never really thought about it. Yeah. So it and here I am. Yeah, and like I think it was mainly because I had kind of I had my heart set on like my school before I like knew what I wanted to major in. Mm -hmm. And we do have a graphic design program, which is like it's a great program, but it mainly focuses on like print okay. and like mm -hmm. the process of like like making like magazines and like binding books and stuff like that <laughs> so when I kind of looked into it I was like this is like not really what I want to do but sport media is cool because we do like tv broadcasting and like radio and podcasts and like social media and like literally yeah. everything so the experience elsewhere yeah and so I felt good about going into that because I was like I'm not sure what I want to do with my life at 18 so if I go into this I can kind of find my way and I found my way and it was completely out of sports, so. Yeah. <laughs> but totally, like, I've found that with the classes, even if it's like, I don't know why I'm doing this right now. Yeah. This is does this doesn't make any sense. At least with some of the classes, you get the experience. And then I found that the stuff that I do outside of class or outside of school entirely <clears throat> fills the void of those exactly. experiences. Like, mm -hmm. 
I got the foundation stuff from school and learning, but a lot of the growth and everything came from outside experiences and just doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. So that's the, that's the art life, I guess. <laughs> that was kind of like my dad too. My dad did a semester of, he was a biology major mm -hmm. and then after semester, he's like, I hate this. And then, yeah. and then he was, he was thinking like over his break, he's like, what do I like to do? I like food. And <laughs> he ended up majoring in culinary arts. He ended up transferring yeah. out, going to another school, doing culinary arts, and now here he is with holes in his head <laughs> and uh, working for a company that sells food to people. So The man yeah. cooks like a some bitch though let me tell you <laughs> yes you've experienced it yeah, yeah i even yeah. had i even had people ask me like oh like are you gonna like change your major and i'm like mm -hmm. like what's the yeah. point i have yeah. like like right now i have a year and a half left and i'm like i'm still getting the same skill set like i'm still learning the skills to like be in like the media industry yeah but I mean, just because the, end... the classes are like somewhat applied to sports like i mean at the end of the day like oh are you gonna change your major like it's just something that's written on a piece of paper like that's the one if you have the skill sets you can kind of get some wiggle room with jobs because it's like okay yeah. well this might not be exactly your thing but here's all this stuff you can do really well and that's what yeah. you need so this doesn't matter that i went to school for this but this job's yeah. for that so like do they really care that the word sport is in front of the word media like i no. <laughs> would be willing to doubt it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so another question you said you you are a big lover of hockey so are you a maple leafs fan sadly yes <laughs> my whole life mm -hmm. 20 years of absolute despair and pain i've heard that one before <laughs> yeah i'm sure fun fact about me i have never watched a game of hockey oh, really in my life I either on it. tv or live so um actually wait no i saw my friend play like a a small rec league game um so it is it uh like what what is it they they take they take a stick they take a stick and they hit they hit they and hit the, each other. And then there's a little no, then there's a little puck <laughs> on and, the and ice. Whoever whoever uh like, likes it better wins. Sure, yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Is it <laughs> all right? Perfect. Whoever right, <laughs> do you have another question? Have you really never been to never watched any hockey? I've never watched hockey, no. I am, so I'm I'm strictly a football baseball guy. I am yeah, as we probably can tell, not a sports person. <laughs> I'm not a huge sports person, but I watch football and I'm baseball. literally in a sport-related major, and hockey is the only sport I can tolerate, so <laughs> you're fine. I don't think watching sports on TV is worth my time. No. I, could, I can boogie with, like, being mm -hmm. at events. Mm -hmm. The most fun I've ever had at any sort of sport, anything, hockey. Going to a hockey game is just fucking fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. I actually worked for in I worked in food and bev for the arena that like where the Leafs and the Raptors play. <laughs> and like it was kind of torture because I was like running up at arena stairs, like bringing people their food and drinks the entire time. But like it was still like some really cool experiences. Like here's your hot dog, Drake. <laughs> no, literally. No, I served Justin Bieber once. Oh. I walked past Shawn Mendes once. Like, it was some good experiences. Richie, can you pick that name up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Here it is. I think you dropped this name. <laughs> Listen. Two he, in one week. Two in two one in week. week. He, he offered me one of the tequila shots that I served him, and I was like, sir, I don't want to lose my job. 
<laughs> Which you we're gonna need we're gonna need two hands to pick this name up. <laughs> yeah, just like we gotta we gotta we gotta carry it like a pallbearer. Listen, just... you brought up Drake, so like I had to flex. Right? <laughs> you had to flex, and you did. So, so hats exactly. Hats slightly off too. Yeah. Hats off. I Under still love my, my favorite name drop on here was Paul uh, Tuesday saying, yeah, I was texting Tommy, as in Brady, Tom Brady, but he just called him Tommy. He's like, yeah, I have like a text combo with me and Tommy. So and I was funny. like, Tommy? In my like, head what? when that happened, it was like he said Tommy, then there was like a split second, and then I was just go, like, oh, Paul. Oh, this is Brady? So smooth, very clean, very clean. <laughs> so you uh, started putting designs on Redbubble. And yes, that's kind of how you've been getting your recent uh, Twitter fame and everything there. Um, what about that platform and what um, what kind of drew you to that and then wanting to start selling your designs? Yeah, so basically, as I said, like I got into all the like music related design because I found like pop punk and like it was kind of the first time that I had really gotten into liking like smaller bands that sounds yeah, weird yeah. to say but like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I 100%. like genuinely was just like I want to be able to like rep these bands and like I love like stickers and I love like my laptop is covered in stickers and stuff <laughs> and so I like went on Redbubble one day and was kind of looking for like kind of like the bigger smaller like grayscale yeah. like stuff mm-hmm. like that and there just like wasn't a lot And for, like, most of the smaller bands, there was obviously nothing. And I was like, what if I just did it myself? (laughs) But um, I obviously, like, wanted to, like, talk to the bands first, like, make sure it was cool with them. But I found it to be, like, pretty cool and, like, rewarding, too. And it's kind of funny because what Richie said, it's almost the opposite of that. Like, I feel (laughs) like I've gotten most of my sales from Twitter, which Mm. is cool. Because, like, a lot of the people I follow, like, like the same bands, like, Young yeah. Culture, Bearings, like, all those bands. And so I was kind of, like, making stuff that, like, there was, like, a common interest there, you know? Like, um, and if, like what better way to try to drum up some sort of, like, audience to it than yeah. just giving it to people who are interested in that? Yeah, it's cool. It's... And it's, like, a cheaper thing for people to buy. And it's also, like, a lot of bands don't make stickers. And if they do, it's just yeah. the one, like, square, like, logo sticker. <laughs> yep. I'm like, I want some variety here. <laughs> so yeah, Looking I think over at my at my other laptop with a square one year's logo sticker on it. <laughs> it's been there true. since like, like 2015. <laughs> that's what they do. I'm like, I want to see some like sticker packs at merch tables when shows yeah. come back. Like and I don't know, it's cool. And like all the bands have been like super supportive of it too, which is like dope. Yeah, that's always fun. And I gotta say, I really like looking through your red bubble as a whole sort of like the color themes and the palettes that you use is just very pleasing like it's very it's, it's like calming because again like there's like a lot of pastel kind of colors mm-hmm. the pastel pink is a win um but it's just like yeah these are these are popping and they're you pulled out the of, bearing sticker they're not in the yes. i'm talking about oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah a couple of bearing yeah. stickers here those were the first that. ones i did like that one. blue and that blue and pink color combo is just it's kind of like the legends logo too yeah yes mm-hmm. so with that i want to ask sort of where do you pull inspiration from for your you know design work Ooh. i don't even know like i feel like i've gotten told before like 
like I think Alex from Young Culture is one that like stands out to me he said one time he was like I can always tell when I see one of your designs that like that's an Erica design yeah and I was like I cannot believe that because <laughs> I feel like I don't have like a style like I just genuinely make what look what I think looks good I yeah. also think it's kind of cool because they are a lot of more it's not like I'm making stickers for like hardcore bands or anything but they are more well like I did like heart attack man and I made these like like the sticker literally those. has like a heart like it's not something that they would make and like there's another I'm not gonna name drop but there's another band that I'm like working on a pack for and they literally said like one of the members was like can you make them like look pretty because like our merch is always like dark and like I'm yeah. like I got you like we'll make some bright stickers so yeah I feel like it's just genuinely just like like I said before like it's stuff that I would want to see and like I, mm. I literally have so many of my own stickers because I just like love the design so much which is like narcissistic to say but like it's true no, I I like, why so. are you creating something if you don't like it yourself you know yeah. that's, you really, you that's the Ayn Rand it. approach I love it um. yeah but it is interesting because there's a lot of variation like just across the different stickers that you have but they all feel cohesive which i think is cool and it plays into that thank you even though it's just whatever you think looks good yeah that's still subjectively like the high yeah. point in your brain so it definitely has like a style that's very distinct and i could definitely you know just from what i've seen on twitter and looking around it could be like oh yeah that definitely looks like America. <laughs> Well, that's good to know but yeah i mean there definitely are like some designers that i pull inspiration from and also like pinterest is like a great resource like i will spend so much time just looking through and like finding certain like things that i think are cool also this shirt this artist i was gonna ask about that i love I this artist works so much steven, steven Rhodes, yes insane like i that type of like retro and like the bright colors like i love that style so much yeah I have one that says sell your soul on it. They're so good. Like, I just, I don't for, understand. Um, for New Year's Eve last year, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of friends and I, we always get together and like spend the night at one friend's house, you know, watch movies, do whatever. And he works at Spencer's. So he bought all of us, each our own Stephen Road shirt. And they were all different. So we're all hanging out wearing these shirts, just looking like quite the Motley crew. Yeah, I'm definitely and, going back and getting more because I love yeah. his work so much. I think if I had another question or if I forgot it. I think Can you I talk about legends. Oh, I was good at that. Was my <laughs> second question. Was you want to tell us how you sort of got involved with legends? Yeah. So again, like I got into pop punk and I got into young culture, and then I ended up becoming mutuals on Twitter with Mads. Um, and I just kind of like we had talked a couple times, and then I just DM'd her one day, and I was like, I see like you've already got like art and stuff for legends but like if you ever need any graphics or anything like just hit me up like I would love to work with you guys because I love like what they stand for and stuff um and she literally told me like that same day she was like I want to make stickers and I was like okay cool literally the next day we had the sticker finalized oh and now God. it's the one that's the logo and I'm like it's so crazy like literally social media and music is like what brought us together and now like I'm their graphic designer and that's like one of the biggest like projects that I have going on. And that's super cool that I, it all sort of stemmed just from again, like a, a shared mutual interest. Yeah. And just like, oh, well, I just got into this thing. And now there's this person on Twitter who's into the same thing. Yeah. And now here you are. And it's led to so much too. Like then I met Flight Club through them or through Mads. And now mm. like I designed a shirt for them. I met Highwind through Mads. <laughs> we have a hoodie up with Highwind now. Like, 
it's so it's so interesting sort of watching this all from like the space of my timeline and like because i'm not very familiar with a lot of those bands i've listened to like some of their stuff but not yeah. really got into it but i'm seeing all these different bands with you know you and mads back and forth is this just like one massive like cohesive group of people that all Pretty know each other? Like, this is insane <laughs> And it's, super it's so cool funny that... too because most of those people are all like from the east coast and i'm yeah. just like the one canadian and it's so interesting that social media sort of facilitates that you know for all the critiques that we have of twitter and whatnot um in terms of like art and especially music i think it's super cool and i've seen oh, that yeah. a lot personally literally all of my like clients have come from social media yeah which is insane and i don't think a single one of them has been from canada which is also <laughs> insane <laughs> Like, it's just the power of social media. Now we need an Erica Millington crossover. I Yo. need that to happen because... I would not be upset with that. <laughs> I think I almost suggested that one time. On one of the, you're like, any bands? I was like, I should do a Millington one. And I don't think I ever did it. Unfortunate. I'd be down. Now, now we know. <laughs> I'm down. I, like, yeah. I do like the uh, the socially distant ex Eric stuff right here, though. I think that could be fun. Also down with that. Slap that yeah. on the Subaru. <laughs> just can it can it be uh, Weber's ass and my handprint and just boom? Because oh, I no. feel like that's mostly how every episode ends. No, I don't want to know. Not. I don't want to know what my like folder would look like for that with like the <laughs> files. Like, why did I why did I agree to this? Richie's out of yeah. mind. Yeah, of Richie's like... out of his mind. Six. Richie's out of his mind. Six. Final. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? Dot JPEG. Yeah. <laughs> That was like my my Google search history when I was doing all of my writing workshops in college. It was like because I'm writing about stuff that I need to like learn more about. So I'm like, yeah. all right, what are the statistics of uh, drug overdoses in uh, Sweden? Or like, what is what's go like? It was so weird. I think one time I googled um, uh, young uh, young Eastern Asian boy and. <laughs> After that, like, I, I put, like, three times, like, I searched three times on Google, it's for writing, just so that my FBI agent wouldn't be like, it's for writing, it's for writing, because it's like, oh, it's for writing, it's for a project, like, oh be like all right, God, cool. but, like, I had to, like, because I was writing about, I'm gonna have to learn about. God. Yeah. So, on a completely separate note, <laughs> um, back to graphic design. We literally Erica. just keep going, like, back. No, that's usually how it goes, that usually yeah, how it goes. But back to graphic design, what are some, this is a two-parter, what are some past projects that you've been really stoked on that you've worked on? Maybe like a top two or three that have been like, this is the coolest. And then if there's anything that's sort of in the works that you want to let the people know about that's exciting coming in the future. <laughs> um, yeah, I think past, I mean, definitely the logo for Legends, like just the fact that it started as like the sticker design. And that was like my first like actual commission, which is crazy too. And that was like just in the summer. And now it's like their logo for everything. And I'm like actually working with them. And we have a print issue coming out soon, yes. which is insane. Yeah. Literally the day that Mad's like, we still weren't like that close yet. And she was like, <laughs> you want to design all the magazine stuff? And I was like, pardon? <laughs> I think that's probably the biggest project that I've done because we've been working on it for months now. Um, and then also like my stickers, as I said, have been yeah. like super rewarding, like seeing people having those like 
on their like stuff is so cool like i think i've sold stickers now to 27 states which is like that's super cool like what that's so insane um but yeah i think that has been really rewarding and then also the high wind hoodie which i should be getting the mail soon which i'm very excited for because that is literally that's gonna be a a piece of clothing that like has my artwork on it absolutely which is insane and that's for sale now and then upcoming the flight wind or flight wind i just combined both of them (laughs) the flight club shirt that i designed they are literally one of my favorite bands and i love that design so much and again that's just like insane yeah my art on (laughs) that is that is like the kind of the dream though it's just like this is on something that literally people are gonna wear like that's always always in the back of my mind being like i want to do yeah. this more i want to do this more <laughs> no yeah like doing merch for bands is like i think this is literally the first time where i've been like this is something that like i would be cool with doing for the rest of my life yeah i went through like a little kick of doing that a couple months ago i just like randomly i was like i'm just gonna do a bunch of this stuff randomly i did some like mock-up stuff for millington um kind of just because i was bored I remember it, was, it was really fun I was like, yeah, yeah. I, could, I could do more of this but Maybe maybe some other time down the road. That's the other thing. The Flight Club shirt, there's like an insane story behind that because I was literally just watching their bassist, Alex, one of my like good friends. I was watching him stream NHL on Twitch. <laughs> and he was looking at like all the jerseys that are in the game. And we saw these like really cool, like I think they were literally called like the Vice jerseys because they're like inspired by like Miami Vice. Ooh. Hell yeah. Literally both of us saw them and we're like, <laughs> yes. that is so sick. Like the color scheme, because it was very like bright, like retro colors. Yeah. We were like 80s. that is so sick. And my brain just went like like <laughs> the inspiration. Literally, I pulled an all-nighter. And by the morning, I had tweeted mock designs. And in the afternoon, Charlie DM me and was like, Can we buy one of those from you? And I was like, so literally, like, cool. like what you were saying, like it was fun to do. Like it literally all just stemmed from me being like, "This would be cool," and then yeah. like it gets me jobs, and I'm like, "I don't know how this is happening." I, I've definitely <laughs> found that happening a lot, where I'm like, "I'm just gonna give this a shot." Oh, this is fun. All right, I'm gonna do this for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I'll find something and else. You're like, like, "Oh, that. I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life." <laughs> but that's a that's a really impressive timeline for that shirt. Um, <laughs> no, it was like, insane. Wow. And also one thing with Redbubble where you said that you had was 27 states. I I put stuff on Redbubble. This was back when I was like a freshman in college. So it's like this yeah. weird, not great design work that I thought was cool, but this yeah. was years ago. So it's that sometimes every now and again, like the stuff that hasn't gotten taken down, it'll just get like a random sale or two. I'm like, who is buying this? This random Pulp Fiction uh, Royale with cheese thing that I... I made it when I was a freshman in college. If I have like 15 people bought this. Where is this design in the world right now? And yeah, actually, I think since mine are all for like smaller bands, pretty much all of the sales have been like Twitter. But then yeah. there is, I did a small collection just like based off of like the music industry because I was donating um, half of the proceeds to, well, I still am, the um, independent venue association Ooh. um yes. because obviously venues are struggling a lot right now um and i think that's kind of the only connection collection that like sometimes gets like random sales because i mm. have ones that say like support local bands and like stuff like that so obviously that caters more to just like this scene yeah and also talking with that this reminded me talking about Redbubble and your origins with taylor swift 
I got one of my friends, uh, a good friend of ours, Andrew Robinson, mm-hmm. in school uh, mm-hmm. when we were both freshmen. He got really into Taylor Swift, and like as I just, he as he should. <laughs> I was really I was really into it at the time, and he was just like, I don't get it. And then he texts me one day, he's like, Weber, I think I like Taylor Swift. That's what we were talking about one day or whatever. And I had this idea. I was like, I bet if I just go make something in Illustrator in five minutes and put it on Redbubble, it'll sell. So it was a design. It was a flat red background that I, you know, swatched out from the red album, obviously. <laughs> and I just put in, I think it was black text, like black all caps, an avid fan of Taylor Swift. And I put it up as stickers and shirts and everything. Motherfuckers were selling. Oh my god. <laughs> and then it got taken down by your medium PR people at some point. Of course point. it did. But like I'll have to go look at the numbers. There was a lot of sales of people buying stickers that just say an avid fan of Taylor Swift. And I'm like, this is my hypothesis in motion. This is incredible. <laughs> no, yeah, it's insane. I also yesterday, last night, I literally stayed up until like 4 a.m. because I was thinking about doing this podcast. And then I went on like Wayback Machine and I found my graphic shop. <laughs> Like I searched for it for so long. So after this, you're gonna see a tweet of like how it started, how it's going. And it's just gonna be like yeah. my graphic shop and then like my portfolio website now. Cause those graphics are literally horrifying. Like Yeah, yeah. I always love looking back at old work and being like, I oh, can't believe they funny no. <laughs> but also like I was 12, so like I give myself some credit, you know? Yeah, you get a little it's been eight away. years. Like. <laughs> but yeah, uh really cool thing, because you're getting on Redbubble and everything also inspired me to start doing the same thing because I, I was looking right oh yes you do you have the uh, the wear your wash, damn mask yeah the wash your damn hands yeah I made a couple COVID ones because I was like I was inspired by that and I thought oh that could be pretty fun and then I was looking for like movies or like stickers mm-hmm. on movies and I couldn't really find anything so then I was like you know what I'm just gonna have to uh make my own and Absolutely. buy them so yeah, and then I so now I actually have like two like collections. Like I have a whole Stanley Kubrick collection and a whole David Lynch collection. And I wouldn't really think about like that's something I wouldn't have thought about if I did not see your mm. starting on Redbubble. So mm-hmm. there's that again the power of there. the power of social yeah, media. It's, it's the power insane. within. <laughs> the power within. I feel like that's almost like. I feel like it's cool when that's kind of when you know like art is genuine in a way when it's kind of like something that the artist like wanted or like needed mm. and that's why they made it you know absolutely like that they actually want to see because it, it doesn't you could definitely i think feel it just in the way that it looks and the design feels like if it's something that's just hashed out just to get it done mm-hmm. it's not gonna have the same vibe the same instant vibe dare i say as you know something that you're like oh the person who made this and designed this really put the time into it. They probably mm-hmm. have some connection to it. Overall, that makes it a better design. Yeah. So, like if I'm gonna spend love- money on my own work and like put it on my laptop and stuff, like I want yeah. it to look good. <laughs> the prime motivator. <laughs> yeah, literally. Exactly. Weber, do you have any other questions? I think I've exhausted my um, my graphic design question knowledge. <laughs> But again, just real quick on the social media thing, I was thinking about this when we were starting. I'm like, yeah, like I see Eric all the time on the timeline, and like we've interacted. I'm like, but I we've literally never, never talked. I'm like I, I only we've never had like an actual conversation. I only know of her through Mads. No, this which, is our first you know, conversation. Like, nice to meet you, ever. You know, 
we know Mads through Cody and Millington, and it's just this yeah. like constant like boom, boom, boom of this all this all the red string on the wall that we're connecting together. <laughs> it's almost like it's all part of one social network. Yeah. Let's cut to a clip, and I just start like I start rolling, rolling the clip. It's like this is the chicken, right? This is the chicken. I'm sorry that I let, I got my was it I, my gooshies at the cleaners, and I got Andrew Garfield starts like yelling at what's the guy's name uh, uh, from what's the fucking guy's name? He played Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, uh, uh, fucking someone in chat who played Mark Zuckerberg. Who played Mark Zuckerberg um, in the Social Network? It oh my god, he was in. Dude. Yeah, he was in a uh, zombie land and um, uh, it, it's not Someone Andy please. something. It's I love how we could take like two seconds to just Google. Yeah, thank you, Weber. <laughs> no, we got it. It's for the content. That's what people like to hear us trying to remember. Yeah, uh, uh, someone is chat. Uh... Weber, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> that sounds great. That's right. All right. Let's do these pod texts. I, got a I think we questions. just, I think Richie and I both just lapsed into a fugue state and Erica was just like, yeah. Wait, there, there was the one other thing I wanted to bring up though. When you were talking about how like everything's connected, I think yeah. that's what kind of like gave me like a new like direction is when I like found all this music because yeah. my Twitter literally used to be a five seconds of summer stan account. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so used to liking, like, as I said, I was just, like, pop. So it was all, like, big artists that, yeah. like, I didn't really have, like, a connection to. And I was also kind of in, like, one, like, little fandom. Not little, but one yeah. one fandom. One group. And so when I found, like, pop punk and, like, everything connected to it, like, kind of, like, the scene, like, that's what's cool about it. Because, like, there's so many bands, but, like, everyone knows each other, which is, like, yeah. really unique. Like, and when I'm you not... get in with you know, the fans and everyone else. It's just like a party. Like that's been my experience yeah. with the heart attack man Twitter. Like I'm shout not out, used to, to I'm not used to like everyone like knowing each other, but like standing different people. Like it's yeah. weird, you know? And then also like being able to like because the bands are smaller, like actually having like access to them, like being able to like become friends with them. Like it's just yeah. so like weird. And I feel like that was something that I hadn't like experienced and now i'm like i literally met so many different people in like different places that like all somehow know each other yeah and for like... sure and again like so many people that i know through this whole mesh of things are also into you know the heart attack man twitter which as i just said is is just my saving grace on the internet because <laughs> it's just it's the wild west and i <laughs> it's so fun interacting with all the people on there because everyone's just like eh, let's, let's go for it <laughs> Exactly. So, so yeah, Richie, I got some pod decks and some questions. Um, I think this one kind of ties in because I know we were kind of talking about moments and things. Have you ever had a this can't be happening moment? And what was it? Ooh. Ooh. See, I feel like I've had so many. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have one like, like every couple life. months. Um, God, I'm trying to th like I've had a lot. <laughs> I like don't know where to go with this. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple recently. Um. Or in the past couple of years, I know, was it two years ago now? Two years ago, I think, or one year ago. No, two years ago. Um, we have mind. in my hometown of New Bedford, Massachusetts, there's um, the large, it's called the large, it's the largest Portuguese festival outside of Portugal um, in New Bedford. It's called uh, the Madeira Feast or the Feast of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm -hmm. And they always bring in headlining acts like for every year. And on the hundredth year, they brought in um, Blood, Sweat and Tears. Oh, hell yeah. It's kind of older band that I love. But a couple of years ago, 
all of a sudden I, I show up and they're like, dude, it's the spin doctors. And I went, Oh shit. Yeah. I grew up with, you might know the spin doctors. They did that one song from the nineties that goes, uh, one, two, Francis kneel before you. That's what I said. Now princes. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. did that. And like legit, they started playing all the hits and I was like, this can't be happening. Like I'm in the middle of new Bedford surrounded by a sea of white, people claiming that they're Portuguese, including myself. Claiming then, that they're Portuguese. What was fun is that the next night, the headliner was Scott Stapp from uh, Creed. Yeah. So it was just a sea of Kyles. Like a sea of Kyles high on monster Not energy. Kyles. Monster energy, uh, nicotine vapes, and regret. And oh my God. Axe body spray. And legit. And he does with arms wide open. And I have never seen so many crazy. white people sing in unison and on rhythm. Like, <laughs> God. But it, it was like in time. I was like, hell yeah. That was That's a couple of my this can't be happening moments. It's very much like concert based for me. I was going to go for something super like straightforward, good thing that happened. Like, I met Ed Sheeran when I was 14, Ooh. which was hell like yeah. insane. I like won a meet and greet contest through HM, which doesn't even exist anymore. Rip. Honestly, rest in peace yeah. to CDs, like we were talking about before. <laughs> like um I feel like that was like a really surreal moment but then I thought of something that was less positive but like really crazy and also music related um I went to see five seconds of summer in October in Buffalo because I saw them in Toronto but was like that's not enough I need to see them twice <laughs> mm -hmm. so I went to see them in Buffalo and I went on a Greyhound bus with my friends and it's like a two-hour ride um and we get to the border and <laughs> we're all like looking and like talking about our like passport pictures because they were from like years ago when we were yeah, like as they are ugly um, <laughs> and I was like oh yeah I got mine when I was like 13 and my friends are like do you have a 10-year passport and I was like probably not I don't travel a lot um but <laughs> oh, now no. like you're, you're scaring me um <laughs> and so I hand it to one of my friends because I'm like I can't look at this and she's like your passport expired in March. <laughs> oh no. And somehow, by the grace of God, he literally scanned my passport and did not say a single word. <laughs> I just like went on my merry way. But I was literally texting my mom being like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be like stranded at the border for like two hours till one of my parents like comes and picks me up. Like, it was. Hey guys, come get me on, on your way back from the concert. <laughs> like, it was terrifying. That's the other thing. Like, the concert was that night. So I was like, I'm yeah. literally just screwed. Um, But yeah, so get your passports renewed. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't have like trouble. But it's also like some people said to me, like, oh, maybe they were just like, she's a young girl going to a concert. I'll give her a break. But I'm like, wouldn't he be like, hey, just letting you know yeah. you need to get your yeah. passport yeah. removed? Like, he didn't say a single thing. That's weird. <laughs> this was like, all right, good to good go. go. Welcome to America. But it's yeah, like I think I love five seconds of summer. <laughs> oh, we fucking love five seconds of summer. Uh, the worst that's part... how we speak in New York. <laughs> the worst part is that was the co-headliner with the chain smokers. It was hell. Like I was front row and I was just standing there like <laughs> like my face felt like it was just just gonna like melt from like all oh the like flames coming out of the stage. <laughs> Oh, terrible. I think my... That happened to me on a cruise and a cruise once. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I was dangled off the side by a mafia <laughs> man. 
And he kept telling me, where's my fucking money? And I didn't know I was 13. Betsy, how'd you know my story? <laughs> no, You're my, my... Best friend. He's like, I want to tell it. Dying with me. My this can't be happening story actually happened yesterday. I'll pick one recently. So I just got new tires on my car yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know, the back Mm -hmm. ones were uh, starting to wear out. I was going to need an alignment soon anyway. I thought, you know what? Might as well do the tires, do the alignment. Two birds getting stoned at once. So so I take the car out for a little spin, you know, just to see how it feels. And I get on the highway and I drive, you know, maybe like 20 minutes out. And as I'm coming back, I'm looping around and I notice that the dark clouds are rolling in. And I'm like, that's creepy. Over there is sunny where I'm going. So it's cool. I'm going to be driving off into the sunset kind of thing. And it's weird because the dark clouds are just coming in behind me. And my car is like pitch black inside. But it looks like it's sunny because there's sun in front of me. Long story short, I get to around where I live. Fucking downpour like crazy could hardly see a thing. I'm in this residential area with all these trees and the wind is whipping around. There's branches on the road. And I'm like, yo, man, this can't be going on right now. I'm like, I don't like this. (laughs) But I was just like white knuckling for like five minutes on my way home in this downpour. And then it was done like 15 minutes after I got back. But I'm happy to report that my new tires handled it fucking beautifully. As they should. <laughs> I was very impressed. I'm very happy with them. <laughs> oh, I have another one. Um, uh, when I auditioned for The Voice, that was, uh, this can't be happening. I was sitting there, I was like, oh shit, I just auditioned for The Voice. For The Voice. <laughs> okay. And then I get back, and then a month later, we start working from home. <laughs> because, so yeah, was it that? That was the week of the, the weekend of the, I'm, I'll pull it up right now. Mm. That was the weekend of the, 15th so my audition was the 15th it was a saturday march 13th we got the order to start working from home yeah day after my birthday happy 20th birthday erica (laughs) and i was like i I was packed in a room with about a thousand people like yeah and now we are in a global pandemic i saw young culture on march 15th and if that show hadn't happened like i wasn't a fan of them like before that show yeah. Oh, so wow. if, if that show had gotten like canceled or I like like I almost didn't go. Total different trajectory. Like I literally would not be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> insane. Richie, what's your next uh quick draw? All right. If you had a personal mascot, what would it be? Ooh. That's hard. Hmm. Weber's would just be like a pair of suspenders. Ooh, I know what mine would be. You know, I've been in the market for a pair of suspenders, actually. (laughs) I kind of want want to get that look going. Of course you have. What else is new? (laughs) I think mine would just be like a big, like, cup of iced coffee. Ooh. Mine wasn't giving you that. I just thought of this. Mine's going to be like just a really pissed off espresso shot. Like this little <laughs> tiny little espresso shot walking around. He's like, it's really upset. And it's like, you listen here, you little motherfucker. Just really, really pissed <laughs> off, fiery little espresso shot. Voice, so, someone, uh, entertainment nerd on Twitch said that there is a, their personal mascot is Scuba Steve. What's up, Scuba, what's up, Scuba Steve? Also, real quick, the semantics of Scuba Steve sounds really almost the same as Huba Stank. I don't know why that came You're all right. You are correct, uh, sir. I think my uh, um, mascot is just will be like a very insistent quiche on legs. 
And he's yes. just like, eat me, eat me, come on, give, give me, give me attention. I need attention. Just walking up to children, going, eat me, eat me, eat me, <laughs> eat me. Hey kids, you want to eat me? That Keisha's name? Jimmy. 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 I Jimmy wish I had my Keisha's, hat on Jimmy right now. It's Jimmy Richie's Keisha. dad. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Keisha is my dad. My Hot dad's back, When I was a kid, I was literally like terrified of mascots or like any like. If we I were about to, to say Keisha. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was terrified of Keisha. I didn't go anywhere near. <laughs> if we would go to like an amusement park or something, and like all those people walking around in the like fucking Dora costumes, like I was so scared. <laughs> oh, I loved those. The ones I hated were. The ones that would like always show up to parades and it was like the people that had like the big harness that would go up and it's like these Ooh. weird human faces that were like puppet faces. Oh. <laughs> I hated those. Those scared the shit out of me. No, it was but... just all the like giant costumes for me. I was like, I cannot do it. I would say that mascots are a little weird when you think about it. They kind like, of are, yeah. When like... you think of like what's going on inside. like And it's also like, sir, you're a human. You have the body of a human being, but your head is a baseball the size of 37 baseballs how am i supposed to take this seriously literally yes uh fun fact i was uh for my college's graduation junior year and so you can't read the caption but it says kill me (laughs) but that was the day i got the head that was that was uh that was was the day i got the head (laughs) no but they were uh, the first first time in the last time (laughs) I got a text from my boss at the time, Colleen. She's like, hey, they need someone to be in the mascot. They'll pay you a couple sessions uh, for a weekend. You want to do it? And I was like, of course I'll do it. I get to wear Stevie Bemmon costume. She just sounds a little sus on my end from what you're giving me. I wish I had some better photos of it. I I, I used to have a photo where it was like in the gown. Thumbs up. Because he wore like a uh, like a, like graduation gown. And yeah. He didn't wear a hat, though, which I thought was really stupid. That but been cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of mascots. <laughs> all right. Uh, the story question. of the day I got the head. <laughs> yeah, Richie, you deflected that really well. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I cannot hear you. Blah, 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 blah. Also, can that that's gonna be the that's gonna be the title of my memoir. The story <laughs> of the day I got the head. <laughs> no one else did. Not did. you. <laughs> not you. The the cover is gonna be me like pointing at the reader. Oh it says not you. <laughs> And then the back, the back cover is just gonna be. <laughs> the back cover is it was me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wear like a, a fake beard that looks like Shell Silverstein. I was gonna say it's like an Uncle Sam thing where it's like not you, not but then it. on the back he's wearing like sunglasses, smoking a cigar. He's like me, me, tie dye shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Another question: What's the cheesiest movie moment or line you can think of? Oh fuck. Yeah. Weber, you can't fail me with this one. Were you talking cheesy, like funny, stupid cheesy, or just like cheap cheesy? Oh, it could or like, be or like actual cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it could cheese. be either. I don't know. I'm trying to like, unlike a cheesy, fun cheesy way. Uh-huh. I would say that things that I would call cheesy, like I have a, I, I'm a very emotional movie and TV show watcher. Sometimes, just who I am. Whenever I watch a motherfucking Disney movie, man, there's certain things where I'm like, y'all are really hamming it on with this. This is getting a little old. And then yeah. I just start crying. So like... Oh, dude, Coco? 
little bit. Uh, and the Coco. Team Coco. I'm okay. Richie knows this. I am the worst person at like watching movies. Like the amount I, I haven't seen like the Titanic. Wait, I'll just message you like, yo, watch this, watch this. Like I'll be watching. I'll be like, yo, watch this. Richie, did you, was, Richie, you know did you ever watch list? Brick? <laughs> oh, I haven't watched Brick yet. I need no. to watch Brick. You know the lists that are like fifty movies, like check off which you've seen. Like mine is always like two. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the classics, like have not seen them. Half the Disney <laughs> movies have not seen them. Like, but my other cheesy thing would be on the other side is and stuff that I see where I'm like, that's cheap. Would be sort of the oh, this was all just a dream kind of thing, or oh, oh we yeah. pass into this next you know whatever at the end of the movie and none of this happened. It's like no, it's not how this works. <laughs> so one of my favorites is the end of the first Friday the Thirteenth. Ooh, when yeah. she wakes up in the hospital and she's like what about the boy the boy and they go there was no boy and then she kind of looks off the distance as like the camera goes by and yeah. she goes he's still out there <laughs> and it just kind of goes and i'm like damn it so there's that one i love the the end the one that's like a meme now online is the guy and it's like one of those stupid like 70s 80s movies and the guy turns to his friend and goes hey scotty Jesus, Jesus man. man. And it freeze frames and the credits start rolling. That's one of my favorites. Oh, good old ending with a freeze frame. Richie, I am so glad we switched to live streaming because that was in perfect synchronization, the two Jesus, of us. You both get the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's it, guys. Roll credits. I wish I had like credits that could just like roll over. Actually, I'd like to amend mine. Since you mentioned Friday the 13th, I would like to submit welcome to prime time bitch yeah. to the floor <laughs> that's my favorite line from Incredible. any of those movies was that three i have no idea was that was I that from was nightmare on elm street three dream warriors i think it was it's either three or five i'm, I'm leaning towards three welcome to prime time bitch it just smashes her head in the tv Erica, um, how about you i thank you <laughs> I think mine would probably, I feel like, I don't really have a specific movie, but it's also kind of just, like, the plot of, like, High School Musical and also just every other movie oh. ever. But when it's, like, I'm not, like, living for, like, your dream, Dad. Like, this is my life. Like, that typical, like, that oh happens God. in so many movies where it's, like, the parent doesn't want their kid to, like, follow their dreams and go to, like, art school or some shit or, like, sing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Troy. And then they're like, shout out to Dead Poets Society. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. The way that scene always goes is like the kid's like, I don't want to do football anymore. And then the dad's like, but it's your dream. And he looks at the dad and goes, your no, dad. Your dad. Your dream. Your dream. <laughs> and then it's like, and then the dad does like this weird, like, turn away and just kind of yeah. like. And then the oh, music right. slowly fades in. Music slowly yeah. fades out. The violins crescendo a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Like one of them dies and then one of them died well we all not, with the, not with a decom but yeah not with high school musical nobody mostly, died in high school mostly musical. with a disney movie or a disney channel movie there's at least one dead parent at least that is you like you're not watching you're not watching the director's cuts man <laughs> you're watching the wrong you're watching the wrong releases Dude, disney uh... directs batman <laughs> only one of them dies richie got maybe one more Tasty uh, one. Oh yeah, I got a good one. What would be the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger on the street? Ooh. God. I did say one earlier. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. You just kind of you kind of walk by and you, you stop for a minute and you kind of say, you know, you smell different when you're awake. Oh. And just mess with people. 
Oh, dude, we have to do this at some point. Once COVID's done, and just shoot herb doing this to people. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I, I, I want to, I think, like, a really fun one could just be, like, a guy just going, like, it's on. The, or, like, the job is on. And just walk away. And you're like, what job? What is happening? Yeah, I feel like probably something that's super, like, doesn't make any sense, like, out of context. But, yeah. like, like, something that they're going to be thinking about. Not just, like... I killed someone, like, you know, like, something that they're actually gonna be, like, like, at home with, like, a notebook, being, yeah. like, what is going on? Like, investigating? I feel like I like would, that. perhaps, like, with, like, so, you know, someone down the street or, like, the person in the next door house, I would start hiding pictures, uh, very small pictures of Steve Buscemi in very random places around their yard. Um, <laughs> what am not I? Over, someone not someone calling a loon? Not over it. Not overdoing it. Maybe there'll be, like, a two-month break. But then right when they think it's done, little baby Steve Buscemi right underneath the windshield wiper. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> they, put, they put their house up for sale. You like put one in on the for sale sign. Weber, you walk by someone on the street. And you say, do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created here? And on here's Earth? the thing. The person that I say that to is the person who owns the house and it suddenly clicks. <laughs> They're just like... Fuck! Like, <laughs> they they Credits. they run home. They put on their copy of Spy Kids: Two Island of Dreams. They're like, I got it. That's what it is. There's like, uh... for months they've had like that red string like on their wall with yep. pictures, and it looks like who's the the what's the name from Always Sunny? The... Oh, uh, Charlie. Yeah, the Carol. Carol. <laughs> and they're losing their mind, and you just walk by them and say it one time, and be like, "No, I was just messing with you." And that's like five years of their life gone. Like yeah. their wife divorced them. She took the kids out. They're living with the mom. Like it's just, it's like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But then it's just like, no, it's Steve Buscemi. So rich. not aliens. It's Steve Buscemi. Here's I gotta my make propo- that movie. Yeah. Here's my proposal. We take right. everything you just said. Yeah. And we do we it to it. this episode. And we what? We do it to this episode. So we, you know, right. identity fraud, you know, mm-hmm. ruin this episode's life. Yes. And then we bury it out back. That would be, that would be ideal. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we continue this trend of saying we're just going to brutally murder every episode of our podcast. <laughs> but yeah. It's just going. Um, so as we wrap up, Huge, huge thank you to Erica for hanging out with us and talking graphic design, music legends, and all the other weird shit. That's all the stuff. <laughs> all the stuff. It's good to finally have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from just like random Twitter jokes and yeah, not just see like a Twitter icon. <laughs> but yeah, before we go, where can where can uh, people find you? Yes. Um, for graphic stuff, Instagram at underscore Erica Nissen, and my Redbubble is just my name, so it's like redbubble.com slash people slash Erica Nissen. Mm-hmm. And Legends of Tomorrow with no vowels except for the O. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let me put that up for people. Yeah, let's, let's throw that like, up in the Legends uh... of Tomorrow. And yeah, look yeah. out for the print issue. We have some words of encouragement from Mads over here. Saying she a baddie for real. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can find Erica baddie. right over here at this handle over on Instagram. Yeah. And I'll put that up from Mads. Yes. She a baddie for real. Um, <laughs> thanks, Mads. What's that so, TikTok sound? Oh my God. <laughs> Show you a little baddie. About? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Erica, thank you again for coming on. Uh, you'll have to come on sometime having. down the road after you do some more uh, 
sick merch projects. You can share those with us. And Socially distant, ex Erica, <laughs> coming soon. Yes, yes coming soon. I, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe, perhaps. But again, thanks for coming on. It's been awesome. Richie, you have any final words for the folks at home? Um. Uh. Uh. I have a gift card that I haven't used yet to Bath and Body Works. Ooh. Damn. That's for the people. I went to Bath and Body Works the other day. <laughs> nice i i knew how to go because they have my favorite body wash which is the aromatherapy patchouli lap patchouli vanilla mm. vanilla patchouli it, it, you can tell i'm a hippie like and i was gonna say and you call me the fucking hipster <laughs> i'm a hippie you're a hipster it's okay so i think we can we can meet in the middle on that one there so with that everyone <laughs> with that weber's like i've been trying to wrap it up <laughs> no no we're good we're good uh thank you everyone for hanging out again we had an awesome episode with paula blanc on tuesday this was a great episode today stay tuned for some more cool guests and fun events richie is there any names you want to any future guests you want to shout out oh yes definitely goes up to a surprise what do you what do you say yeah let's do it i will pull it up i'll let you know so next week we don't have any guests yes but uh, next week you'll see us fun. on Thursday, only yes. Thursday. Um, but Monday the nineteenth, we are going to have Matt Petersons um, from SNHU, head of housing. And then the Monday after, we are going to be doing a follow up episode with Reagan Kulig, also known as Gage K, from TikTok and Spotify. You can find her on Spotify, and that'll be fun because she just started school for music, oh, and yeah, we're yeah. doing a follow up to kind of talk about that. We talked about her getting ready for it, and now. She's been a month in, so we're going to be doing a little follow-up. And then stay tuned, because on the 29th of October, yes. we are having our super special Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. We don't, don't know, know what's going to happen spe- yet. <laughs> but, but it'll be special. It'll be special. Whatever, Richie, what were you about to say? I'm sorry. No, I was about to say, we don't know what's in... We almost said the exact same thing again. Richie, we're two in sync. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're JT, and I'm Joey Fatone. <laughs> Okay, cool. Mainly because I'm thicker and you have ramen hair. But (laughs) you don't have ramen hair. (laughs) All right, you're Lance Bass because you're 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 vaguely gay but not too, and I'm a thicker boy. How's that? Does that work? I identify with that. Whatever whatever makes you happy, Richie. Um no, whatever makes you happy, dude. This is your life. No, it's not. not this anymore. is your life, man. It's an illusion. It's all a dream. So with that, everyone, we're going to be rounding out October with some fun stuff. Stay Hell tuned yeah. for whatever happens in November. I don't know. We're going to keep coming up with some cool content. Again, we got 10 new episodes up on Spotify now. Go check out Tales from the Editing Room. Mm-hmm. With that, as always, I got to say, stay spiced. That pumpkin spice season and, you know... It's good. But maybe you don't want to drink the pumpkin spice. Maybe it's not your thing. Maybe you want to smell it. So stay oh. scented. Because if you're hanging out in Bath and Body Works with Richie's gift card, you're going to smell like Bath and Body Works. But while you're doing that, I really need you to stay socially. I gave my best friend an STD. I got it from the toilet seat. Oh, damn it. I'm saying, hey, 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 hey